Komkana Alankrita, thank you for a terrific film. Terrific film. But you know, we've got to start with yeah, we've got to start with asking each other this. Komkana family, you all safe and healthy in the midst of a pandemic? That's got to be the first question. Yes, thank you so much. We had a scare in between, but it's totally fine. We're good. I hope you're good too. What about you, Alankrita? We are good. We are good. Thank you very much. Safe, healthy, Alankrita. What about you? Family good? You good? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's good right now. Thank you so much for asking. Nice. I like the relationship. konkana that dolly your character has with her second son he's in touch with his feminine side but there's also a change in how she views him through the story talk to me about that beautiful relationship yes that's actually one of the highlights of the film for me as well and pappu's character is just such an unusual thing we never actually see that on film and yet it's a very common experience for a lot of people and it's great to have that uh, finally acknowledged on cinema i think it's also in a certain way a turning point for my character for dolly you know when she sees you know her because the way she deals with her young child at the beginning of the film and how she deals with him by the end of it i mean there's so much growth in that and it's such an amazing character to play you know a character who goes through that transition who is able to change and grow that was really interesting for me to do i've never really experienced that very much i think that when she sees the bravado of her young child who despite knowing what society expects of him is still so firm in his determination of how he feels and so much in touch with himself that it really puts dolly in touch with herself in a way that she wasn't at the beginning of the film that and of course kitty's character as well because uh, i think both of them are catalysts for change within dolly i like alankrita that you would cast neelima azim in the role of dolly's estranged mother why that choice was she your first choice i mean she's done a great job but just asking i can't take credit for it really the credit must go to my casting director shruti mahajan she knew and uh, understood the importance of you know the character of dolly's mother who's actually such an interesting i mean she's made such in- interesting choices so we did want an actor who you know in that one scene can convey everything about her life in a certain way like uh, uh, you know the, all the critical choices that she sort of made in her life so it was really wonderful that i went to meet uh, nilima and she was so open you know and it was so lovely to meet her and you know because she's you know a senior artist and she was really really open to it and uh, she was so excited to work with the uh, konkana so it was very wonderful and in fact the first day of our shoot that's the scene that we shot that was what we opened the shooting schedule with and it was really wonderful no because i was thinking if you had cast let's say there's so many fine actresses in that generation that age like if you had cast an ina gupta or even mrs sen you know her mom that one would have said yeah you know traditional choice but this one was a really exceptional choice and it just worked very beautifully one of my favorite moments in the film konkana is when the sisters are having a drink together on the terrace also another moment where you are having that cup of tea in the office yourself i mean the beverages are not important but it's the emotion <laughs> yeah. that i am referring to you know so do you have a favorite scene and why is that scene your favorite i have several favorite scenes i have several favorite scenes and also i want to say that um, you know this thing about like if female desire itself is taboo like a female desire in an older woman is so taboo which of course alankrita dealt so well with uh, ratna's character in lipstick and uh, even with neelima azim because you see somebody an older woman who's actually not led the life that she's supposed to lead according to societal convention so i love that it's such a pivotal scene i also love the scenes with uh, pappu the at the doll museum i find that very very moving and i actually cried recently when i rewatched it when he says you yeah, anyway you're going to be me i'm home let me just enjoy this for a bit and that you know that gives her also so 
much like our courage and understanding i can't even pick a favorite scene because i love the scenes with bhumi i love the scenes with the mole basically i really like it when dolly does things she's not supposed to be doing that's what i love best whenever she's doing something which is not like supposed to be doing in terms of what is conventionally acceptable i love those scenes because very rarely do we get to you know see that kind of depiction on screen alankrita who was the most difficult character which one was the most difficult to write at the writing table or at the writing pad what did you struggle most with that's a tough question but i think it was uh, it's a toss between dolly and kitty but maybe it was dolly because i think she had you know she's older and she has more responsibilities so i think uh, i struggled a lot with getting dolly right i also grappled a lot with kitty but i think maybe the struggle was a bit more with dolly you know there were times when actually i remember certain scenes uh, telling alankita are you sure you want me to do this are you sure like you know yeah, 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 uh, that i should be papu or simply cricket and you know those kind of things and i find it amazing that alankita is so good with depicting mothers even shireen i remember when we were even workshopping it i remember her saying that don't be cute or kuchiku or can't be with the kids you know she has a very realistic portrayal of motherhood which is very rare on screen ंग so and but we were shooting in greater noida but i have to say that when you when you're shooting and you're in the midst of such an immersive schedule then you don't have really the luxury because we're just like so caught up with the shoot and you know the hotel the radisson where our lives were at that time that i don't really think we moved stepped out from there very much which is good because i wasn't so familiar with greater noida so you know even the little uh, time that we got off i remember going to the mall there and you know walking around a little bit over there and, and of course coughing because as soon as you go to delhi at that time but the pollution was so bad in the winter in 2018 that it was good that i got to spend some time in greenoida because as a character character that's what i would have been most familiar with alankrita you've directed three films now you've been involved with one web series you've been an associate with mr jha on a few films now i know filmmakers learn from every project but is there one film or two films that you worked on as an associate or as a director or even as an executive producer where you thought the learnings were fab you know it's uh, very hard to say definitely the first film i assisted on which was ganga jal i learned a lot over there simply because i was straight out of college and i you know went on a real set for the first time and i had to just like grapple with like everything and i wasn't very aware of many things so that was a just like like the first introduction kind of thing i think rajneeti was a really huge learning curve for me because you know i spent 8 to 10 months uh, you know traveling around madhya pradesh and just uh, doing workshops with local actors to train the crowd and it was a really big film which had so many actors so like it was the volume of like everything in that film was 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 a lot so i think i learned to deal with scale in that film but um, i guess my maximum learning may have been from turning 30 because that was my first film and uh, until i had made turning 30 honestly i hadn't had the time to think too much about storytelling what stories i want to tell how i want to tell them so i think like just jumping into that film and writing it and shooting it and i shot it in the middle of working on rajneeti so i think that taught me the most 
I would say. And I think a lot of things I learned from that process, it was literally like, uh, you know, film school 2.0 for me. I think a lot of what I learned on that experience, I think I could take back then into lipstick and then further into, you know, the other work that I've done after that. So I think that for me maybe have been like the great, may have been like the greatest learning. Yeah. You know, Konkana, when, when she used to work for Mr. Ja, I used to be a very happy man. Ask me why. <laughs> because Alankrita used to hire me to voice all her promos. <laughs> 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 that's true. <laughs> so, so that's great. I can happily digress to cargo because it's on the same platform. So I'm going to ask you one question on that. I have to say your part in that other Netflix film, which is Cargo, was just one scene long, Konkana, but I, I just teared up on that scene. So beautiful. I was told it was actually done against a blue screen. Does that matter? Yeah. Do you prefer Do you prefer it if you have your co-actor is on set giving you your cues or you cool either way? So also talk about the love that you've received for Cargo. Yeah, I know that's true. Actually, you know, I love Aarti Kadap and Aarti is such a unique and original voice and, you know, we don't have any Indian sci-fi that which is so mixed with like uh, Indian mythology. It's such an interesting world and space that she inhabits. And, uh, you know, I actually shot that scene after the whole, I think they finished shooting everything. So I actually shot that alone in the production office with like just the camera person and uh, the director and an assistant. But it's to Aarti's credit that she actually was able to kind of give me the whole film. She made me watch some stuff. I read the script and, you know, she talked me through it, etc. So I was able to kind of, you know, really get into that. And I knew that Vikrant was doing it and Vikrant had said that, Koko, you must do this. So I knew that it was going to be, you know, a cameo that was memorable and, you know, emotionally memorable. Very nice, very nice. So, Alankrita, do you now write parts specifically for Konkana? It's obviously that she, it's obvious that she's one of your favorite actors, if not your most favorite actor. So, <laughs> do you write in parts for her? You force her to agree or disagree. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah no I love I love Coco I think uh, if I had to have choose one person as my soulmate between director actor I would choose Coco but uh, to be very honest I feel like it's not fair on my on the material if I write with an actor in mind I want to give when I'm writing I write, really like to write with a completely free mind with no idea as to who's going to play what part because it gives me space and freedom to just you know let them go where they have to go let them be who they want to be let them explore what they have to explore and I think once I've done a couple of drafts I never want to think about you know who's playing that part until I've done a couple of drafts because I feel it becomes restrictive when you're writing and that's the last thing that I want to sort of you know do that kind of I don't want to do that kind of disservice to to to, to any of the characters and that's not to take away from people who find it the reverse you know they find it very inspiring to already have somebody in mind when they're writing so I think it just it's a personal process yeah no I'm the same you know I'm the same I completely understand what you're saying because I find it in fact limiting and I often don't know exactly like in terms of casting who I want until I actually have a detailed fleshed out kind of character written and then to see like who is possible okay I'm a bit of an artsy type I love the atmosphere at film festivals and I get very excited and things like that so the film was screened at Busan so did you guys go both of you if so what were the reactions like Konkana you know we went all of us Alankrita and and Ekta yeah Ruchika we all went to Busan together it was the first time this film was screened internationally at such a prestigious film festival it was amazing of course for us and it was also amazing to see the kind of response we got from you know people the audiences over there and particularly women in Korea and it made us kind of realize that you know globally I think women have so much in common in terms of you know the life so much that is dictated onto women's lives in terms of you know societal conditioning and expectations that I think that people 
across the globe will be able to relate to this film because of that yeah no i'm just saying uh, yeah there's nothing like the love that you kind of just get from film festivals and it's a great way to secure yourself emotionally before the film comes out uh, you know to audiences general audiences in india but so dolly kitty also went to a few other festivals uh, it was competing at cinemasia and amsterdam and it screened at glasgow we also had a very a uh, whole list of other festivals that the film was supposed to travel to but unfortunately because of the pandemic we had to cut short the you know the festival journey of the film and uh, yeah so that's where we are so uh, alankrita bhumi's excitement at being a part of this this motion picture i mean we have only social media reactions to go back uh, go by she seemed like a kid in a candy store so <laughs> talk to me about her her whole vibe you know coming into this project yeah you know so in fact when i had first you know figured out like a draft that i was ready to sort of shoot with i had uh, met bhumi and i i didn't know her too well i'd met her a couple of times at different events and things like that so So I told her about like you know Kitty's character and the world and the film and you know she was really really excited and she read the script and she immediately was like I want to do this I can understand Kitty and and I think there was no doubt in her mind you know she wasn't like okay let me see I'll think about it I'll tell you you know sometime late it wasn't like that at all it was very like instinctive for her and I think that gave me a lot of confidence because you know I think it's very important for a director to feel like the person you're casting you know just gets that part and is willing to like jump into it full throttle so i i feel like i really got that from bhumi and i think her part is very very challenging also she's a very mainstream kind of actor and i think Correct. for her to choose this kind of a part and you know and there are so many dilemmas that she's going through and there is so much internal conflict about you know you're not you know you're not doing something that is the most pleasant thing you know when she takes that sort of job and i think her performance also was very challenging because you know so much of her part is actually just talking on the phone and you know for an actor to convey so much just through that like we were literally just shooting her, this much of her you know it was just constantly the close ups of her face and all the things that kind of happened so i knew that you know it had to be an actor who could pull that whole thing off like the conflict and the varying kind of emotions and and and, and we worked very hard we did a lot of like readings and workshops and all of that and i'm really glad that uh, you know she played uh, kitty i think it's one of her you know she's such a wonderful actor and she, I'm, i'm just so glad that uh, you know she's uh, she is kitty It's a bit of a cliched question, but you know I can't believe I didn't ask you guys this when you came into my studio for lipstick. But just as well because now Death in the Gunge is out. Two films of the Lankrita now. You're a director yourself. What is it that you most appreciate about her process as a filmmaker? I think to begin with, I think it's her writing, and I think it, it seems to be that you know she doesn't shy away from you know portraying women in ways which are very unconventional it's like it's really like the the inner interior hidden lives of women we have fans from cold you know where we just where we have already decided like you know this is what we're going to show about women and this is what we're not going to show and this is how it's going to be and it's like we've all accepted and signed something but uh, you know i think it seems it comes across to me like alankrita is not burdened with by that at all and then that that she really goes you know and even hearing you speak alankrita it's so nice to see that you know when you see that you are reflected back in the women that you choose who are often so socially culturally economically removed from yourself 
and and the fact that she doesn't feel the need to you know depict women in a very conventional way and always show them uh, you know being very morally upright or making the correct decisions or always being very strong and you know that really attracts me to her kind of filmmaking so ekta kapoor alankrita do you feel she gets you or is it just one of those producer director things and commercially it just makes sense for you to entrust your films with her i think i just would like to go back a little in time <laughs> to answer this question you know so when i had made lipstick under my burqa the film was ready and i had nobody who was willing to release the film and we know how prohibitive it is to you know just to wow. do like how to uh, to release the film it really takes uh, money to put into pna for prints etc i must have knocked at every single door in bombay or at least 70% of you know studios i showed everybody the film i was like i can't even begin to tell you as to what i went through when i had the film ready and i had no and this is even before the whole censorship thing started and you know it was like everyone would be like yeah really interesting film we'd love to make another film with you but they were not interested in releasing lipstick and even when i was willing for a very small release for very limited sort of screens and it is so odd i don't know i was in someone else's office some other person altogether and they rec- you know they suggested that why don't i go and you know approach balaji and and i don't know i think it was just destined that you know when uh, the fact that uh, ekta saw the film and she was just uh, decided to come on board and i just uh, felt that uh, that's what matters that she saw the film she connected with it and she felt that she should back it and she was the only person in this city honestly speaking who was you know and of course mr jha was the producer and i really wanted to ensure that you know somehow the film gets released and he's also not stuck and you know all of that but she was the only person who was willing to do that and everyone else just felt oh i don't know whatever they felt and that's you know and and perhaps it was good because i feel i need a producer who is willing to go the whole hog and of course uh, even uh, you know coco remembers how ekta really fought for a very good release for us you know getting our show timings this and that making sure we really promote the film and uh, i must say even for dolly kitty when i think ekta has been really really supportive she has I was like you know she was uh, they were like what do you want to make I was like this is what I want to make and they were like let's do it so I feel that it's very important for filmmakers to find people who are able to support their work and I'm very very grateful that we had a producer like Ekta so this film like Dolly Kitty or Mocha Makte Sitare could be made because again I feel I'm really not sure you know which studio would have funded this film who's going to take this risk so those are issues that always sort of come up and that's what i wanted to say she's been really really supportive and this film couldn't have been made without her beautiful okay my time is up guys i'm just happy you guys are collaborating and you know you're one of the finest directors in this country alankrita and there's no doubt that konkana is one of the finest actresses in this country i don't think you get enough credit for the way you look look how beautiful you're looking konkana who would oh, say oh, you're oh, harun's oh. mom you're looking <laughs> splendid you're <laughs> <laughs> really good for me <laughs> so sweet have a good one bye 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 Bye.